0: You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.
1: I don't know if you realize it, but this is going to be a, this is a pretty big one.
0: Wait, how big?
1: Like, way bigger than anyone we've done before. What? Yeah, no, it's, it's. You're
0: just messing. I am with, not messing with are you. Are you serious? No,
1: seriously, it's a lot of people. Like, yeah, it's a, there's a, it's big. How many? Like enough to where this is, we probably won't be able to see the people Like a hundred people? Oh no, we're, we're going more than that. It's just going to be us up there too. And you have to give a speech. I do
0: not no, have to I'm give serious. a speech. No, I'm serious. Yeah, there has to be a speech. Shut up. No, no. that's, no,
1: I, no, I talked to him. Actually, that's, that's for real. That is we do not have for
0: real. I know that you're making this No, up.
1: I am not. We have speeches. For, for real. Uh, okay, let's get into this. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. Big thank you to everybody out there who goes to funemploymentradio.com and clicks on the Amazon link right there at the top of the page, whether you're on your phone, your mobile device, your tablet, your phablet, your your laptop, your computer, your iMac, your uh, your MacBook, your uh, uh, Mac Air, your Lenovo, uh, however it is. Oh, my God.
0: Stop. <laughs> however you get online. I'm sorry. I was just kind of grasping the go to reality of the speech that we okay. actually have to give. Oh, my God.
1: Go to fundemploymentradio.com. Click on the Amazon link. Okay. So, yes. Now, let me tell you this because I've been talking. There's so I've many words in this. I've been talking to them. Oh my god! I've been talking to them, so I can tell you a little bit more about what's what's going on here and what what's going to happen. So, uh, okay, you know we have a we have a lot that goes on here at Fun Employment Radio, and we have been very honored um, to be asked uh, to to be officiating a wedding this weekend. Yes. And it is the... And we've done
0: it a few times before, and it's always just such an honor to be able to do this. It and... is.
1: It's so cool, because people that listen to the show, you know, I mean, you, you, we've all become friends over the years, and we, Sarah and I are going to be officiating a wedding this weekend. And... I suppose we can say who it is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's Cursey. Uh, Rick Rutherford, you you've of course seen him in the chat. It is his it's his beautiful daughter Cursey is getting married Kirstie this weekend. Cursey of
0: the Rutherford clan. Cursey
1: of the Rutherford clan is getting married this weekend and Sarah and I are going to be officiating. And if you
0: it. know how and, uh, if you know any of the Rutherfords, you know how excited that we are to be a part of this. Like, oh,
1: yeah, no, we're really excited. Yeah. It is going to be great. <laughs> um but here's the thing though. There's there's some things that I've Sarah's been kind of busy, so I've been talking to them about what's going to go on at the wedding, and I don't think Sarah really has. A I full just am looking at this. Is this an eight?
0: This is an eight-page script. Wait, what script? The the one that we were sent. What? Yeah, I'm I'm looking at this right now. Wait, are you serious? I am serious. I thought are, are I didn't you, get
1: any script. Wait, you got a script? Are yes. you the one? Wait a minute. Are you the one doing the talking? Am I not doing the talking? You just stand there and look awkward with your with your curly okay. haircut. Okay. Okay. Now. Oh, well, no, now we I'm both confused. Get that. Are we getting are we getting mixed information here? Okay, so no, here's the He deal.
0: sent it to okay. both <clears throat> of us.
1: Here's what's going on. So let me let me start from the beginning. So this wedding is going to be up in uh, in the state of Washington, and at a at a place. And what I wanted to say to Sarah is how how many people are going to be involved in this thing? It's a lot of people. It's a lot more than, than you're used to. And Sarah, for anybody who doesn't know, Sarah, you know, she's been a radio professional for many, 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 many years, a performer. But she also is not good in front of a crowd. She has stage fright. It's true. I'm not,
0: not good in front of a crowd. I just get no, nervous you're not, not good. in front of no, a crowd. No, you're
1: fine. But you, you internally are a wreck.
0: I've been getting better, though.
1: You've been getting slightly. I've been getting better.
0: slightly better. Slightly. Slightly better. But it's how which is better than worse. Usually, so that's
1: okay. most of the time, if you see us like any at any kind of event where we're on stage, generally speaking, I do the talking. And-
0: I was pretty whimsy pimsy at the last bingo night. <laughs> I did pretty good. <laughs> you,
1: you you did you did talk you had some words. I had at the some bingo words. Night. I
0: did some talking. You
1: used a couple of words. I at the made bingo some night.
0: funnies. Got a couple laughs.
1: You did, and then you I'm also usually at
0: Greg's expense, which is always like the funnest. So uh-huh. that's all right.
1: But generally speaking, you know, you're working on it. You're getting a little bit better. But I would say being solo in front of a crab would definitely. I don't think you're quite to that level yet. Are you solo standing in front probably. of
0: probably? I mean I can't if it's karaoke. Hundreds but, of people and a couple drinks, but uh yeah, maybe hundreds of people. What are you talking about?
1: Well, we're going we're going probably it's a lot of people.
0: Like are you messing with me? Like how many people? 300? No, it's not it is not a 300 person. Okay, way. cut
1: that in half. But still, it's a it's a lot of people. 150. Yeah, probably somewhere around there. That's a lot. Of that's a lot of people That's that you're people. gonna be up there. So you just got a script. So this you is. You did thing. too,
0: Greg. It was sent to you as well.
1: Um, well it was a I few don't... days ago. Oh, it was a few days ago.
0: Yeah, and it says, here's the script.
1: Oh, well, I must have missed that. Oh my
0: God, it's a lot of words. It's a lot of words.
1: Okay. Okay, so here's the thing we're gonna be going up there. <laughs> I like how Keelan in a chat. He's so fucking condescending. <laughs> I'm not being condescending. I mean, it's just, it's a fact. We all know this. You know, you're, you're working on, working on. Getting better about being in front oh, yeah, of crowds. Oh, so yes,
0: you're just 100% Mr. Natural.
1: I'm fine in front of a crowd. I'm mm-hmm. much better in front of a crowd than I am in front of, like, five people. Five people, i get nervous, and then all I do is just go into my head and I'm good go in front a of shell, five people.
0: I'm, I'm worse in front of, like, the big yeah,
1: crowd. Yeah, see, these are our strengths and weaknesses. You're much better in a small crowd. I'm much better if it's—I'd rather have a million people than have to uh, address a crowd of uh, six people I don't know. I'd, I'd rather ugh, no, mm. no, thank you. A million people, I'll take that any day. Um, a
0: gajillion people. Gajillion Greg would people. Take, well, yes. no, once it's
1: that many, once it's that many people, once it's more than they just a couple, they cease to be like
0: individuals. Yeah, then it's just it's a, like a blob of people. It's a blob
1: of people, mm-hmm. and that's much more fun and entertaining for me to to interact with. Because then I just you know you you it's like a blank slate, or not a blank slate, but I mean it's it's a different kind of interaction versus uh, versus people that if you have to look them in the eyes and I'm okay. like. Ugh. That's weird. You're making me talk so much about this. Now I'm sounding creepy about it. You're I'm not sounding trying to be like a crazy person. It. Anyway, uh, the bottom line is we're going to be officiating this thing and we have to get up there and we have to give our speeches. And there's a couple other things that are probably not on this because I think they're kind of expecting us to improvise a little bit up there like about, about, about
0: our love of the of the 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 couple? Uh
1: not just the love of the couple but just about love in general, you know. This is kind of my idea. Well, this
0: seems more like a casual. Like this doesn't this is no flames and explosions.
1: No, no. I think
0: this is more of a class. No. I mean, not that it's more of a classy, but it seems like it, it's like a you know, it seems more emotionally involved.
1: No, but I think what we really need to be doing is is you know, bringing something to it, bringing something a little bit more to it. And that's why I think we should each, you know, we'll do the script, you know, that they sent the script. I may, may do some touch-ups, you know, some punch, out. punch it up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't even read it yet or looked at it uh, at all. I'll probably just, I may just do some improvisation uh, on it. And, Cause I'm
0: sure that's exactly why we got sent a script.
1: Right. And see, and you get up there, well, it's called. I a think script. it's something, I think it's a script because you're supposed to riff on it, you know, and just kind of do a little bit of riffing as you go, go through. And, what I would like to do is this, because I think the way we should run this wedding, you know, we we want to pizzazz it up. But you're right. It's kind of a classy event. I think it's going to be a little bit classy. Yeah. But you still want to provide. A and little again, bit not,
0: of, we're not saying it's classier than any other event that we've done. Every event is different. Everything oh, yeah. Is, no. I, but I'm saying like this is like, you know, they're like this young, adorable, like Kersey. you know, it was like, you know, like a fresh faced, like, you know, Twenty, like young twenty something, and they're like young and in love, just enough to make you feel like super old.
1: Yeah, well, see, exactly, and, and
0: so, but if we are older, that means we're wiser, which means maybe we should punch it up with like some like fancier. This talk. is
1: well, I'm I'm not saying just fancy talk. I'm saying advice. We need and to sophistication. give advice and sophistication, and we need to make the crowd feel. Like they maybe not of 150 quite
0: as- people that have no idea who the fuck we are.
1: Yeah, and I want to make sure that they know, you know, because you have to, you have to project confidence when you're up there. You have to project confidence, and we have to be the leaders of this thing. So we have to let the crowd know that they're not as sophisticated as we are, not in a bad way.
0: Wait, so we're talking down to the crowd? Well, we're not talking guests? down
1: to them, no. But we're just trying to bring them up because they're going to look to us as being the most sophisticated people there. We have to, we have to play this role. I think there's two things do we, we talk with do. accents. We could talk with accents, like, because
0: everyone. Whenever you picture fancy, you think um, you know someone with like a, like a maybe British an English accent. accent. a little bit.
1: Okay, well, let's try your English accent. All
0: right. Well, I can't read the actual script, so I'm trying to find a um, wedding. Words, okay. Words for okay. a wedding. Two
1: things. Here's how we're going to do this, because I'm working words. this out right now to make this thing. Make sure this thing goes off, so it's a night to remember for everybody. One, we need to be greeting people as they come in, so we should be the greeters. And hello, well, I hello. Remember.
0: Don't go that way. No. Go this way. No, don't do
1: your goddamn labyrinth impressions. No, we can't do that. No, well, I mean, you can, but are you just going to say that every time they come in? Because nobody's going to know what you're doing. They're just going to think you're just
0: They'll just think I'm sophisticated. Hello,
1: don't go that way. No, that's No, because I'm
0: telling you not to sit on that side. Sit on the other side.
1: Oh, wait. (laughs) Are you with
0: the bride or the groom?
1: (laughs) Okay. All right, let's try this. Okay, so I'm going to walk in. I'm I'm a guest. I'm a guest at this wedding, and you're greeting me. What are you going to say? I
0: don't, what do I call it? Like a wedding, wedding speech, a wedding what, wedding words? Like what are you doing, talking about? Like I'm trying to figure out. Oh, I'm I'm not a greeter. We're we're the host people.
1: Well, I thought yeah, but we should probably greet people when they come in, so they can see how sophisticated we are at the beginning, and that way they get the idea like, okay, I better shape up. This is a sophisticated wedding. Good day
0: wedding. to you. Oh no, it's Australian. You know, in
1: case we get any like miscreants in there who want to, you know, just a. we are
0: the miscreants?
1: Well, yeah, but we can't let them oh, know okay. that. We they have to think that we're the sophisticated. Hello,
0: parts. thank you so much for coming to Kersey and Travis's wedding. <laughs> we're very, uh, we have to. Um,
1: okay, this is. We have is to come up with like me? fancy
0: words though. Like it's very cordial to make your acquaintance. Ergo, <laughs> would you like to? Rest your haunches
1: upon. Rest your haunches. Don't talk <laughs> upon about anybody's this, haunches. The,
0: this this chair.
1: No, you can't talk about anybody's haunches when they come in. Be <laughs> like, rest your haunches upon the chair. Uh, no, it's got to be more sophisticated. Like, hello there. Thank you so much for arriving today for this wonderful, joyous occasion of love. Love is such a magical thing. It lasts the test of time, does it not? And then you know, and then they'll be like, oh, this is a very sophisticated man. And uh, I better, you know, get myself in order here and be as sophisticated as this person so that it makes the wedding better. I don't want to – and then get it in their head. They're like, okay, I don't want to be the one to ruin so the So we're wedding.
0: both up there. And I'll be like, veritably. You gotta kinda, I'm looking up fancy.
1: I you, you have to put a Googled, little bit of
0: – I actually just Googled fancy words
1: just to see. Are you, what kind of fancy words are you uh, It
0: says try? like ver- veritably. <laughs> uh, the, the families are both uh, quite – Exquisitely pleased that you were able to travel thus far to the nuptials. Henceforth, please place thy haunches <laughs> Stop on saying the side haunches.
1: Do not talk about anybody's haunches. That you haunches.
0: should be seated.
1: No, do not, do not bring up anyone's haunches. That is the wrong we thing to do. We yearn
0: for you to have a lovely evening.
1: Yearning is not a good word either. That's uh, throw out yearning, throw out haunches. I will be you despondent if in. your
0: haunches are not relaxed while you are watching <laughs> the wedding vows.
1: No, do not, do not <laughs> talk about haunches. Do not talk about being despondent. Maybe you. I don't know if you should be doing any talking during this. Okay. I mean, you should just try to you be the pleasant a uh, pleasant one. You know, who's like, oh hello, oh and, and smile a lot. You know, and you're like
0: the worst English accent that it's throwing mine off because mine's my English excellent. accent is great. Mine is excellent usually. you is
1: you do not have a good. Okay, let me try it. Uh, hello there, <clears throat> welcome, welcome to this fine occasion.
0: What is it? it sounds like you're just like kind of drunk and slurring with some sort of accent. Well, kind of isn't that kind
1: of how it sounds? I mean, well, hello there. Thank you so much for joining us today. We are very pleased for your arrival. Today is just a wondrous, wondrous occasion of love. Is it sounds
0: like you're going to start like groping the women I believe
1: I saw a butterfly land on a flower earlier uh, it was a wonderful moment a sign
0: of a- <gasps> just a like sign. love talk about love growing from a cocoon into a butterfly
1: ooh okay yeah. just like just like a caterpillar turns into a weird cocoon and then swirls around and, and wriggles around in there you know yearning to get out the yearning to escape love. the cocoon is and love and then it bakes itself and then it Does cups it, bake it pops out and lo and behold love is fluttering around landing on the flowers living and dying and being a part of all of us please have your seat and join us today for this sophisticated is this you talking to one person who's
0: Trying to get to their lovely
1: seat. occasion, uh, we will ask that there be no talking when you seat. We do not want to spoil this for the get for the, for the lovely couple, do we? See, you put a little bit of shame in there, and then I don't well, want to shame thank the you. couple. Thank you so much for joining us today. Uh, again, please do not speak when we are speaking, and all eyes are ahead. And then then they'll have a seat. Because you have to do that kind of low, like a low soothing English thing. But also, also you have to, you know, give a little bit of shame in there. Because the the shame is just what keeps people in line. It's not like I want people to feel bad. I just want them to understand, you know, that we're we're the sophisticated ones running this. So after that all happens, then we have to get up there in front of everyone. And then we have to command attention. You know, so we have to, we have to really keep this thing going. What's your opening speech going to be? Because that's the. Th- I think we should each have an opening. Monologue. I think I'll
0: thank. I'll just thank everybody because that's what sophisticated people do. Is they're very polite, and I'll think everybody. Like we'd like to thank everybody from. Um, I won't say everyone's names, but like, uh, hello and welcome. Wait, where's your accent now? Uh, uh, um, I'm sorry. Hello and welcome to this blessed event. Uh, us and both the families are so. So very, very pleased that you're able to attend. Please rest your now haunches. Now, keep in mind, you're
1: up there. Stop talking about haunches. You're going to be up there by yourself. No, this is by you in front of 300 people. So you're up there talking. Uh, and As we
0: get to see the love blossom from a squiggly worm in a cocoon to a beautiful butterfly of love. You're, you're, now you're stealing my line. If you can please silence your cell phones right now. We'll be right underway shortly. Cheers. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, I that was know. terrible Okay, this is why you're going to be the opening act so, so you do that And then you have to introduce me though because no, you're making to it up. sound
0: like the other weddings. Like the, You're trying to make it sound too grandiose.
1: No, it's not going to be it's too grandiose. It's supposed to be
0: subtle. This isn't supposed this to be is... like the other ones. It's supposed to be subtle and sophisticated. It is
1: going to be subtle and sophisticated, but <laughs> I also need to be up there, and I need to be leading the charge for this. We've already planted the seed when they come in the door that we're the sophisticated ones. So we like.
0: Oh my gosh, they actually have family from England flying in. Uh-oh. Wait, so maybe we should lose the Okay, English then I'm going to be Australian then. Oh, that's, that's good. That's not as sophisticated. Should I though? be like. Uh, Australian's
1: not as not as sophisticated sounding. It's not. Uh, what would be? German? No.
0: You do that weird Madonna accent, which is like a hybrid of uh, American slash British, where she sounds kind of bitchy, but she has like a little bit of an accent, but it has like, it's more punctuated. It's like no, you that's sound that's, no, like that's an that's asshole.
1: Terrible. Oh, good day there. How's everybody doing tonight? You sound, no. Thanks for joining us here. We're going to have a great time. Uh, we are just uh, no, enjoying the moment. No, you're supposed to be classy. And, okay, fine. I'm trying to get it's the Australian. Like you don't know how to do it. I do know how to you do it. You don't know how to do I'm it. I'm trying to do it with an Australian accent. Do you want accent. a
0: sophisticated word to use? Opined. Here's one.
1: So, you know so that someone's I,
0: saying something. Instead of saying, they're opining it.
1: You know, I could spend hours here opining about the love between these two. And what a wondrous occasion it is for all of us to be here tonight. Now, I would like to say a few words to you. About their paragon of love. About their paragon of love, that we have seen the shapes and the colors all blending together into one beautiful painting, a painting of romance, a painting that we're all going to be a part of tonight. Who do you and sound then- like?
0: You sound like this creepy like person from a movie that I can't quite place. I was
1: trying to make a, do a whole painting, like painting a picture analogy. You there. sound
0: like the guy, you, you sound like the, one of the bad guys from Game of Thrones or something.
1: Oh, okay. Well, that's well, that's all right. That's well, that's not sophisticated.
0: No, it's not sophisticated.
1: Now, as we each use our brushes to paint our part of is this portrait. Is everyone going to have brushes of love? I well, see, I'm trying to make an analogy. The the painting is the love. They're the paint and we're the brushes that put the whole picture together. It's it's something sophisticated. It's it sounds sophisticated.
0: Just because now, you put the word "sophisticated" in front of a sentence doesn't make it sophisticated. The love
1: is a pa- their love is a painting. Stop and talking we- about paintings. Yeah. Well, that but this is going to be my. You already stole my butterfly analogy, so I have to do a different one, and then I'm I'm painting this sophisticated picture. Art is life, life is love, love is art, and it's all circular. And today, we're all a piece of this circle of romance. With our brush strokes, we will paint these two onto this canvas of romance and magic. And today, we will be witness to a masterpiece. Okay, that's
0: just, I'm so bored right now. I'm so bored right
1: now. I'm trying to do sophisticated, okay? Okay. Told me I can't go. I can't be entertaining. Like you're, you're obviously not going to allow me to get up there and do some crowd work. Like I would. You're not supposed to. Nope.
0: Do. Absolutely not. No.
1: I would prefer to do some crowd work. Doesn't matter. I think that would definitely be something that I could, uh, I could do, especially with this many people. I mean, I could start at the back.
0: Are you going to like wear a tuxedo?
1: <sighs> I don't know if I'm going to go tuxedo route because I feel like tuxedo is fake sophisticated. I think something more. Um, you know, I have got an idea for what I'll do. I mean, right. obviously I would prefer to do a rhinestone suit and I would prefer to be entertaining and do like a one-man show at the very beginning. That's what I want to do. That's what my heart says to do, but I'm going with you and we're going to stay sophisticated. So I have to do some kind of monologue though. And uh and, and I think this is this is the way we're going to have to do it. Um let's see. Uh, it's being suggested, okay, uh, Rick says you need to descend from the ceiling sitting on a crescent moon playing a didgeridoo. <sighs> I could go the kooky Australian oh, guys. Yeah. No, that was He's your no. Party. That
0: was your um your Vegas my one man show. Yeah, yeah. your one man show. Uh, what was my
1: one man show called again? I forgot. I, I forgot already.
0: Uh, little Greg's magical world of wonder.
1: It was not tiny little Greg's
0: magical world. It was of not wonder. tiny Greg's tiny Greg's g- world of wonder.
1: World of wonder, I think was in there. No, Jack of all trades. Jack of all trades. Greg of all trades. Greg of all trades. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that <laughs> so was my. That's called. my one man show. I could do a version of the one man show. Mm-mm. Greg of all trades. Now, that would be something that I think would actually stick for a long time. That, But I don't want to outshine the wedding. And I think if I did my one-man show, I'm not trying to upstage it. All right.
0: But, okay, so you were, like, now all joking aside, you are you were kidding, right? It's not going to be that big?
1: It's going to be pretty big. Yeah, it's pretty big. Yeah. It's a lot of people. And you're going to have to be up there talking and, and saying all of these things. And then we're going to have to memorize it.
0: We're not going to memorize it.
1: Well, I mean, I think it's probably important that we do... And we do have to have, I think it's important that we have an opening monologue. So are you going to do that? Or do you want to like sing? Or would you like to sing to everyone? Maybe you could get up there and sing a song. Sing like a love song. Like before we begin, before we begin. Like of the mm, Opera or something? Before we begin on this fine occasion for this lovely wedding, uh, my compatriot here, Sarah We'd like to sing you a song of love and romance to put us all in the mood. Okay, and then you go.
0: In sleep he sang to me. In dreams he came that voice which calls to me and speaks my name. Why are you singing Phantom of the Opera?
1: That's not I think
0: it's romantic.
1: That it's not romantic. Then you're basically you're saying that Travis he, lives Travis in the walls. Travis should probably and,
0: wear a half mask. And,
1: yeah. And, and nobody sees him and he's a monster in the basement. I don't think that's the case.
0: Well, I mean, it's love.
1: Yeah, but you're calling him a monster. And I don't think that's fair. Uh, I don't think that's that's an appropriate analogy. I mean, th- no, no, we're not going to do that. We're not. You can't sing that song. But I do like this, though, that you singing the song. Though. Mm-hmm. Um, There's acapella. Yeah. Out of key. Mhm.
0: Yes. Yes, with, acapella. With no. no and
1: yeah, and then walk through the crowd and make eye contact with everyone. Make eye contact with everybody in there and sing to them. That's this is a great idea. This is good. And I'll stand up there and I'll uh, you know, officiate and then as soon as you're done But oh, do you want to like,
0: do like a pitch perfect thing where like I'm singing and you're doing like, like No, I'm not going to beatbox it. No,
1: I'm not going to beatbox. No. No, no, I'm the sophisticated leaner. You're, I guess you're the entertainment then in this thing.
0: I don't want to be the entertainment. Yeah,
1: I mean you are. I kind want to be the are. nice
0: person that's not ruining their wedding.
1: Well, that's we're not ruining their wedding. We're punching it up a little bit. Don't. That's all we're Again, doing. Again, we're
0: not punching it up, we're sophisticating it.
1: Well, we're sophisticating it, we're adding I mean, some it's sophistication.
0: I mean, I'm looking at the script right now. It's super fucking
1: classy. Well, see, this is why you can't screw it up, but uh, you can accent it. We're accenting it. That's all we're doing. She's like,
0: I don't know what parts you could even read. Like, this just doesn't seem like it's, it could come out of your face. What do you mean? It's just so nice and...
1: I'm classy. I'm going to say it. It'll all be in an Australian accent. You know, that way we won't throw off the British people. And and it'll all work out fine. Like, I, I'll handle it. You know, I can do all the classy stuff. And you can stand there and you can sing. Maybe, maybe you could sing some of it. Sing some of the script.
0: I'm not singing some of the script. No, I can't believe I just sang right then. No. No you're, no, you're
1: no. You're going to be the singer. You're going to sing for this thing. You can sing my entrance when I come in, when I come in to officiate the wedding. I want to. I want. I want to put on a show. I'm going to be honest. Like I know we're trying to make it sophisticated. I just. I want to put on a show.
0: Okay, well, it's not. And this, this is what I want
1: to do. I mean, a classy show. Um, maybe I can be up right, there. We'll have can to you talk play about piano this
0: more? I do. I can play piano.
1: Okay, you can play piano I can and play, I'll sing.
0: Of uh, Fiorelis and chopsticks. I can play Titanic. I can play no, uh, my no, heart will go Titanic. on. I can still play that one. <laughs>
1: no, that's a depressing song for a wedding.
0: No, I bet they'd love that. It's a
1: ship crashing.
0: Well, no, but I mean So
1: far, is isn't that a
0: euphemism for love?
1: So far, you're implying that the groom is a monster who lives in a basement and then now you're now you want to play Titanic and Well, I mean, you asked you ask remind me if I to have a play it on the
0: piano. I mean, it's not a ship crash. It's a it's a tale uh-huh. as old as time of Two young lovers who love each other more than anything.
1: Yeah, and then and then the woman throws the guy into the the she ocean and he dies. She doesn't
0: throw him in. She unsnaps him because he's frozen.
1: Yeah, and yeah, just dump, plunks him off in the ocean. Well, yeah. on my way, I'm fine.
0: Yeah, well, you know what? He was kind of weighing her down. So, I mean, it's just kind of... Their love had reached its end point, which... Is unlike Kersey and Travis's love because they'll never unsnap their frozen hands from each other. Is this gonna be part of your monologue? You're gonna. To... Don't ever let go, Kersey and Travis. Even if your hands are frozen together, there's always room for both of you on that door. Every night in my dreams, I see. You I think that'd be totally inspiring. I could find my costume jewelry from my uh, prom. This is how you're going to make it sophisticated? Mm Mm-hmm. I think that they'll all be... But this is going to have to be you singing because I'm going to be busy playing the piano. Between us. With your English accent.
1: Okay, well, wait a minute.
0: Do it in your English accent.
1: I'm doing my Australian accent. Remember, I'm Australian. Okay,
0: sing. Far wherever
1: you are, I believe your heart will
0: go on. And then you can improv here and be like, My heart goes on for you, Kelsey and Travis.
1: Just like when I was down under, I knew that I'd be reaching the top of this wave of love that we're riding here tonight.
0: We well, might I'm get sucked under with the ship of love, but hold on and use a life jacket of hope.
1: Because you're about to have the ride of your life.
0: I think this might be the winner. This is a way to keep it classy. I mean, Celine Dion okay, screams class.
1: That does scream class. And mm. I'm providing a little bit of an outsider, like classy, but still a little bit of like it's danger. It's like your
0: everyman. Uh, but also a little bit of danger. A little dangerous. Because of the Australian accent. A little dangerous, accent. yes. Because
1: you know, I you, know prob- you have a knife. Yes, exactly. I, know I should you're have a gonna knife. Can I have, have knife. a knife on the yes, outside of you my... Wanna, I
0: know you want to have a crocodile tooth hat on. I'm sure that they'd probably be okay with I that. I do
1: want to do Crocodile Dungy. That would be fun. But I should have a knife.
0: You should have a knife. Yeah, I'll
1: have a big uh, like That'll a big make it because, you know, why just side. pretend
0: to be dangerous when you could actually be dangerous? And then dangerous. everybody will be
1: talking and like, fluttering. They'll be like, ooh, who's that Australian... Beast man up there, He's so securing
0: himself that he's singing a love song to Percy uh, and Travis, and in the you know look at that
1: handsome man from down under Celine up there, Dion. you know. And then they'll all be talking about it, and like, oh, but he's got a knife, but I don't know, it's mm-hmm. strangely alluring. It is, you know, and that's that It'll be strangely about. erotic. You erotic, can tell people. yes. You can be like, oh, uh-huh.
0: I don't mind. I don't people.
1: mind this, you know. Back down under, we got to worry about Crocs coming up here and jumping into a uh, wedding. I was at a wedding party down there, very fancy occasion and uh, you know i come from a very wealthy family but uh, down there we have crocodiles who uh, will show up at any moment all right so no you i think, think you're more much? alluring
0: if you don't talk as much oh, okay all right all right. well, we'll we have a couple days more to figure this out so let's uh, <sighs> but we do know we want to go the sophisticated route and we're totally going to open with my heart won't go on okay so
1: and i will have a knife
0: you should probably clear it with the venue and the people. Well, no, I'm not going
1: to use the knife. It's just there. You know. Mm. For a little bit of danger. Mm -hmm. But like safety. But yet you feel safe.
0: I feel there'd be danger if you're walking around with a knife on you. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah Extellan. (laughs) Just when you thought that we were already doing this. No! This is your actual world of crazy. Crazy. First up, out of Florida. Manatee, Florida, to be precise. Manatee, Florida.
1: It's a very... I don't know if that English accent's working for you. I think it's working just fine.
0: A former Florida Walmart employee has been arrested after he set fire to a stuffed animal in the store after he was fired. He took it out on one singular stuffed animal inside of Walmart. I'm letting you, I'm starting out slow, you guys, because this okay. is a pretty good one that I have today. All right. Uh, the ensuing blaze happened this past weekend, caused at least $250,000 in damages, all from him setting ablaze one stuffed animal.
1: Now, why did he want to s- set play this ablaze? Well,
0: let me tell you uh, the fire was set intentionally by the former Walmart employee because he was let go after he had lied on his time card. So best way to get your job back is to stay inside of the place that fired you, light a stuffed animal on fire, Burn and make it. a quarter of a million dollars worth of damages. Burn it. Yes. Uh, so he has been arrested and suffered minor smoke inhalation. It does not specify what type of stuffed, uh, stuffed animal he had lit on fire. Okay. Yeah. Greg, now this came out, this uh, actual news came out like a, uh, probably about four or five months ago. But it's still happening, and it's just it's being re-reported again, so I wanted to let you know in okay. case you didn't. All right. Did you know that there is going to be a million Juggalo march in Washington, <laughs> D.C. in 2017?
1: Somebody actually tagged me in something about this. I didn't get a chance to read the whole thing, but I do have a Juggalo story. Okay. Uh, okay, I'll tell you afterward.
0: All right, so this one, so um, if you do consider yourself a Juggalo, Greg Nibbler, start clearing a your schedule. I am not a Juggalo. I am just... Fascinating. fall of 2017, because Insane Clown Posse's band of dedicated followers, if you don't know what a juggalo is, that's what it is. They're planning to march full makeup in Washington. (laughs) Now, the protest is the result of of the juggalo's 2011 FBI classification as a loosely organized hybrid gang. Now, while the Insane Clown Posse is waiting for a federal judge to hear their appeal... The Juggalos will be marching from the Lincoln Memorial to a protest rally being held at the Washington Monument, America. <laughs> uh, so the announcement was made by Violent J. Said in yeah, 2017, it's Violent 2017. and uh,
1: Shaggy two Dope.
0: Okay, of course it is. Uh, so Violent J was the one who proclaimed this. He said in 2017, the weekend of Sep- September 17th, we need you, Juggalos. We're going to do a whoop, fucking whoop. march in Washington. They call the juggalo world a movement, right? Well, let's move. Uh, the event will also include a free concert at the Jiffy Lube Live Amphitheater in Bristow, Virginia, as well as a juggalo picnic.
1: A juggalo picnic? A juggalo picnic. I I want to observe you want to that go. juggalo picnic. I know picnic. you want to go. I, do. So I have if, no desire to be a juggalo, but I am fascinated by it.
0: If if you want to go to the juggalo march, all right, just before you tell me your juggalo story, it's happening Uh, The weekend of September 17th, 2017. Okay, well, we'll be in Washington covering that. Um, No, yesterday,
1: I I worked at one of my side jobs last night, and there's people come and go at this thing, so there was some new girl that was there, and when I walked into the office, I walked in right in the middle of her, explaining to somebody else what jugglos were and what insane clown posse was, and unironically... Really excited about it, like loved it. She's like, "Oh man!" And uh, Juggalos, oh, you know, and St. Clown Posse—they're just, they're just so dope, you know. And they—they oh, spit rhymes, and they've been around no, since the '90s. No, she said the they're, sp- so they're, they're so, so dope. dope no, they spit rhymes. I'm gonna do my best impression of it, and she was, she all of a sudden like switched into like this accent. It's like, oh, man, that's so dope, and they've been around since the 90s, you know, and they rap about all kinds of stuff, you know, about, about fighting, and sometimes they rap about love, you know, and then the Juggalos, they get together, and it's just like a big family, and they're all together, and they, they love each other, you know, it's like a
0: church, and... and this is somebody like, that you work with? Yeah,
1: I don't even know Jesus. what this girl's name is. She's brand new. She was just getting ready to leave, and I'm seeing her listing, I'm like, and I asked her, I was like, "Are was are you a Juggalo? And her reply was, no, I wish... But man, I mean, ICP. it isn't
0: really. You don't need to like wait to be like get a membership card. No, I think all like you do I'm is pretty sure I could go, to and go home and be a juggalo right now. Yeah, and
1: we have listeners that are juggalos. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, exactly. I don't think it's a big test to get into it. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's what was going on. <laughs> wow. Man, it's so
0: dope. Juggalo. Million Juggalo so March. So dope.
1: She, by the way, the most of the time when she was doing that were uh, white boy lobster claws, too, Oh. Like, you know, and they sit there and they rap about all Okay, kinds
0: just st- stop that. It's just It's so like a family. It's
1: like a church.
0: All right. Here's a gross story out of New York. A New York woman's lawsuit against a clothing store alleges that she found part of a dead ro- uh, rodent sewn into the hem of a skirt that she purchased. Ew. This happened at a clothing store named Zara, or Zara. Let's go with Zara. So uh, this is in New York City. So this woman, uh, her name is Kaylee Faisal, 24 years young, of Manhattan. Now, she purchased two dresses from a store, the Zara store, in Greenwich, Connecticut. And she wore one of the garments for the first time when she went to work that following week. While at work, the lawsuit states... Miss Faisal noticed uh, a disturbingly pungent odor and was unable to identify <laughs> the source. Despite getting up from her desk and walking around, she was unable to escape this odor. <laughs> As the day went on, Miss Faisal started to notice what she felt was a loose string from her dress rubbing against <laughs> her arm, or against her leg, excuse me. Without giving it much thought, she reached down with her hand to try and Locate the piece of string to pull it out. To her utter shock and disbelief, as she ran her hand over the edge of the dress, she felt a bulge and then a little tiny mouse arm sticking out (laughs) between the hems.
1: I mean, that's a hell of a prank.
0: She suddenly realized that, yeah, it was definitely not a string that was rubbing against her leg, but instead it was a leg rubbing against her leg. The leg of a dead rodent that was sewn into the hem of her skirt.
1: Now, where did she get the skirt from?
0: From a place named Zara in uh, in New York City somewhere.
1: Was this an original dress or just like a secondhand dress?
0: I believe it's a, it was sewn into the hem of the garment. It says this, it's a Zara store, so I don't know where it is. Uh, so she quickly changed out of her dress as soon as she found the dead rodent was sewn into, uh, sewn into the hem of it. The suit is seeking monetary damages and a sum that will fairly and adequately compensate her for significant oh. personal injuries and emotional distress. Wait,
1: personal injuries? What are her she injuries? She developed
0: a rash later diagnosed as rodent born disease. No. Like for real? It says it was diagnosed as rodent born disease. How long was she wearing this dress? Uh, just for the day. Just for the day, walking around with a dead mouse. In it. Sewn into her. <laughs> now it makes me like touch all the hems on everything that I have. Like I'm pretty sure I would notice if there was something lumpy sewn into a hem. Yeah. Your shirt looks a little lumpy.
1: My shirt's not lumpy. You do smell a little weird. I do not.
0: Well, Zara USA says, Zara is aware of the allegation we are investigating the matter further. This brand has stringent quality controls and health and safety standards worldwide that are followed and met in manufacturing, including stitching and pressing. We are committed to ensuring that all of the products meet these rigorous requirements. Except you might get half a mouse sewn into your <laughs> clothing. A 28-year-old South African man is in the news after he endured a rare case of penile strangulation after deciding to put his wedding ring around his penis. Which also—that's just kind of sad because,
1: like, yeah. that's like
0: a—that's yep. not, that's not a micro you, I situation. Don't, I, I don't know. Yes, well, he did it for erotic reasons. According to the South African Medical Journal, the unnamed man was apparently attempting to use his wedding ring as a substitute cock ring, which is a sex toy that holds blood in the penis to heighten sexual response. The ring caused the man's penis to swell so much that he was unable to remove it. This was, again, a wedding band. Uh. Uh. Well, he was unable to remove it, so when the patient's mother brought him to the hospital four hours later... Yes, he was having the some patient's mother. Ma'am, ma'am, ma'am. Oh. At first, the doctors tried to cut up the ring with a teeny tiny surgical saw, but that failed because the swelling made it difficult to get close to the ring without causing damage. Doctors were eventually I mean, able to reduce the swelling. Yeah, that's.
1: I mean, I've got some big fingers, but that's how how.
0: How? Oh man! And maybe he has giant fingers or something.
1: Either way, he went and told his mom. Mom, mm-hmm.
0: mom! Mm-hmm. How old is this guy? Oh, 20, oh God! Hey, Twenty-eight you years old. Just
1: posted that in the chat. No, don't do, don't do that. Can't post that in there. It was a picture of what happened.
0: Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. No pictures, please. Wow. Yeah, that is not. Anyway, he was given antibiotics and painkillers and told not to ever do it again. Finally, at a Bradenton, Florida, it's my favorite story of the day, a man has now claimed his Guinness Book, uh, Guinness Book of World Record for the largest collection of coprolite. Do you know what that is?
1: Coprolite.
0: Coprolite. No, I don't. Fossilized feces. Oh. Florida man, the largest collection. So his name is George Frandon, Franson. I've been looking up all morning trying to find if he's single, and I believe he is single and ready to mingle, ladies. George Franson, owner of the largest collection of fossilized feces, has amassed <laughs> the collection of 1,277 pieces of fossilized Wow. Wool. So his collection uh, features samples from 15 states and eight other countries throughout the world. The largest piece in Franson's collection weighs four pounds and four ounces, which What's he's nicknamed from? "Precious." No, that's what it says. He—if he's a guy whose passion is collecting feces, fossilized I would not feces, fossilized yeah. feces. I would not put it past him to nickname his favorite piece "Precious." Uh, let's see. Okay, so that does say what Precious is. So it's a sample between 23.8 to 5.3 million years old and was produced by a huge crocodilian species in South Carolina. It's a giant crocodile poop named Precious. Well, his collection was documented at the South Florida Museum in Bradenton, Florida, and each piece was inspected to ensure its authenticity to be actual pieces of fecal matter before he was given the record. Uh, there's actual poop. Franson says the, sa- the samples are similar they're all similar, hard and rock-like in texture and do not smell. But added that if anyone is looking to rival his mass cl- massive collection and wants to beat him out fair and square out of his Guinness Book of World Record, he says that they need to be passionate about coproliting as much as he is. Having passion, lots of passion for whatever they're doing, he said. Mine is coprolite, fossilized feces, whatever your passion is. You should follow it.
1: Follow your dreams.
0: What's your dream?
1: Maybe we can incorporate the story of him and his passion into the speeches. I'm reminded today of the passion, of the passion of a man... Who I read about recently. I'm just really excited. Yeah. So he's I think 36 we can years old. This, this in. guy is my What's his age. name again?
0: His name's uh, George Franson. Okay, George Franson. Of Bradenton, Florida. We'll
1: talk about his passion for coprolite and his passion for the He's 36 feces. years
0: old, too. Like, he has found his passion.
1: And now he's found, found his passion, just like Kersey and Travis have found their passion. No, we're not going to they... talk about Yeah, him? no, it's no. a good analogy because it, this guy's found his passion and he's loving and, it, you know, he loves what he does.
0: I really don't think I want to compare Young Love to. Fossilized well, it's a man faeces. finding, is,
1: it's somebody who found their passion. This man's passion is coprolite. Their passion is for each other. I can see a good analogy in there. It's going to work into my speech.
0: I'm so looking forward to that. I'm sure Rick is very excited about that as well. You know, his baby girl's speech being incorporated with fossilized pieces. It's about, no, it's about passion.
1: And then you get the crowd involved because it's something that's in the news. You know, it's very topical.
0: What are you doing over there?
1: I'm doing moving my hands like. Okay, don't do that.
0: Okay, well there you have it, my friends. Find your passion. That's your world, be crazy.
1: Yeah, this will work out.
0: Did you ever get my welcome to Hollywood? What's your dream? It's from fucking Pretty Woman.
1: Oh, I don't. I don't think I've ever seen Pretty
0: Woman. You've never seen Pretty Woman.
1: Honestly, okay, honestly, no. <laughs> I know what it is. I've seen parts of it. I've never actually seen Pretty Woman. I mean, I know it's the not story. that
0: amazing of a movie. George Costanza's in it.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've uh, again, I've seen parts of it, but I have never actually seen Pretty Woman. So no, that's that's what that was from. Yeah, you said the other day. Yeah, there's no way I would ever know
0: that. That's weird that you wouldn't. All right, we, we you know we kind of work with pop culture here a little bit. That's not pop culture. That's from knowing Pretty Woman. Yes, that's pop culture. Yeah, maybe for like 1989. I mean, next you're gonna tell me you've never seen Mannequin.
1: Is that where it comes to life? Oh, my God. Is that not it? I kind of remember when they're, like, in a department store. Is Jennifer Conley the mannequin?
0: No. Oh. Um, it's being asked, I wonder if Pretty Woman holds up. It absolutely does not. I watched a little bit of it. It is. I mean, it's still hilarious. Yeah. And, um, I mean, it's still decent, but it's, it's definitely not as groundbreaking as you remember. Okay. George Costanza is still just as fucking creepy, though. Wait, what, what's he playing he plays, He's like rapey in it.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, he, he'd be good at that, though. Mm. Good at that role. No, I've never seen Pretty Woman. I've, there's lots of movies I've never seen that I I know I'm not supposed to admit that I don't
0: No, watch. then don't admit it. All right, well, are we going like, to start to- Lethal
1: t- Weapon. Never seen that.
0: I've seen Lethal Weapon. Yeah, I've never seen it. Wow.
1: I've never seen Lethal Weapon.
0: That's too bad. That movie's awesome. I
1: know. I know. I'm sure it is. I'm sure it is. But I, But I have not.
0: All right, that's your loss. I've
1: never watched that.
0: Okay. I don't know. All right, well, does someone need to get out of here to get his little curls trimmed?
1: Well, yes, we hadn't talked about that on the show. I am getting a haircut today. Greg's going to a stylist I'm to get not, his haircut. This is supposed to be on the podcast, God damn it! No, I'm, yes, I'm going to, uh, I'm getting my hair styled today.
0: By our wonderful and talented friend Lisa, yes, transformation who is. She's swan fantastic. on Woodstock. She's yes. amazing. She cuts my hair, although I only get, I don't get my hair cut too much. I need to, though. I need to get it cut before Hawaii.
1: You need to get it cut before this weekend if you want to look classy.
0: I do. Fuck. Yeah. I do need to
1: look classy. See, I'm working on it. I'm I'm getting classy.
0: Are you? Yes, this is
1: gonna work out exactly with what I'm what I'm going for.
0: Is she gonna cut off like parts of your face too? <laughs> <laughs>
1: going to be perfect. I'll be able to finger brush it. Stop saying finger bag.
0: brush. Like, it really just doesn't sound... I easy.
1: haven't... No, finger brushing, I don't use a real brush. I use my fingers to brush my hair.
0: Your fingers are nature's brushes.
1: Yeah, I, a finger brush. Asking if I should get frosted tips. Somebody in the live chat, radio.com slash live. Suman just asked that. Uh, no. No. No frosted tips. I always feel weird because um, she washes my hair.
0: Does it feel intimate?
1: No, not because of that. I'm not feeling intimate. I just feel weird because that's not something... Never mind, I'm saying too much. All right. Wait, why does it feel weird? It feels weird having somebody else wash your hair.
0: You don't have to have your hair washed.
1: No, but she insists.
0: Probably because your head smells weird.
1: That's. I've kind of wondered about that. Like, every time like she's like, Nah, let's just wash your hair.
0: Let's just get it cleaned up real quick. Oh, man. Well, I mean, whenever I go in, she doesn't wash my hair. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Good old stinky head nibbler.
1: Oh, man. Do I have a reputation or I something? I don't know. I don't get that close to your head. I mean, I can't smell head, my... But
0: I've, I've smelled people that their heads smell, and I mean, like, maybe your head smells.
1: I can't smell my own head, so there's no way I would know.
0: Well, good luck with that. You should ask her.
1: A stinky head? What, ask her if my head smells? Ask her if
0: your head smells.
1: Does my head smell?
0: She'd be honest.
1: I know. I don't know if I want to know, you though. You just don't want to know the answer? If it does, if it does smell, I don't want to know.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: <sighs> Send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning into Fun Employment Radio. Oh. Uh, don't forget, you can... Subscribe to us on iTunes and leave us a positive review. Thank you to everybody who's been doing that because that actually helps us to trend on iTunes, which is pretty sweet. So, pretty uh, sweet. Pretty sweet. So um, just, uh, yeah, give us give us one of those uh, five-star reviews on there. And a little comment that says, hey, these guys are all right, or, or whatever you want to say. And that goes a long ways for us. <laughs> follow us on Twitter, at Fun Emp Radio, and like us on Facebook, and perhaps follow us on YouTube, Hint. All right. We'll be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio.
0: my friends. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.